Hey there, welcome to the Universe Pondering Itself podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Radiance. If you're looking for a way to manifest goodness, money, your greatest dreams, you have come to the right place. I'm so stoked you're here. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get started. So I also want to take some time to talk about affirmations and the power of a potent affirmation. Affirmations are usually shared in in present tense. And basically that sends a signal to the universe that you are capable of achieving what it is that you're affirming. Even if it hasn't occurred yet, even if it hasn't come true, it's a lot more possible for you when you've taken the time to prepare yourself mentally for the success you seek. So I'm going to share a series of affirmations with you. Please note, these are targeted for the online entrepreneur. If that is not you, perhaps you could look for other affirmations that resonate with you strongly. These, however, are affirmations that I have set up to show up in my daily to-do list on the Todoist app, which I think I talked about in the very first episode of this podcast, The Universe Pondering Itself. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, I invite you to go back to season one, episode one, where I talk all about my productivity routine, because I always have people asking me, how do you get so much done so quickly? Well, it's a combination of strategy, mindset, and direct action. And these affirmations kind of set the tone for reaching my highest potential. So these are my favorites. Feel free to write down or contemplate the ones that stick with you and work for you and leave the rest. My bank account is always growing. I love how easy it is to make money. I always have more than enough money at all times. It always gets easier to make more money. I never have to worry about money. I always have more than enough. My next sale is on their way to me right now. I made $10,000 in November and it felt amazing. I love getting paid for helping people. The more value I provide, the more money I make. People love paying me good money. I get to live an abundant life. I love money and money loves me. I trust myself to always make abundant decisions. I'm so grateful for everything I have in my life, especially the little things. I have a great relationship with not only my friends and family, but also money. I love how easy it is to make money. I'm so grateful that I get to create my reality. Money flows to me easily at all times. So you can see how these affirmations might set me up for success. Now you can fine tune them and change them around to suit your needs, 
But the point of sharing this is to show you that it is possible to achieve anything you want in life. You simply have to mentally prepare yourself. And then by taking that time to sit with these thoughts and verbally speak them out loud to yourself, you're sending a clear message to the benevolent forces that created all of us that you are open and ready to receive all the abundance that the universe has piled up for you. (laughs) And with that being said, I invite you to just play and be joyful through this process. Smile through whatever pain comes up because we're not meant to work all the time. We're meant to play perhaps even more than we work. So with this new brain tendency that I talked about earlier, you know that you have all of this beautiful potential within you and anything you want can arrive right at your fingertips when you train yourself with the mindset that it's possible. And believe me, it's possible. Anything you want in this life is possible. But you know what shuts down that energy faster than a master blaster than horizon smasher? Comparisonitis. When we compare ourselves to this, that, or the other person. When we see someone post pictures on social media of their amazing vacation and we think, oh, I'll never be able to afford going on something like that. That thought right there is a self-limiting belief. And you are closing yourself down to the idea of achieving that for yourself. So instead of having that self-limiting belief, I invite you to reframe. And when you see those vacation photos that a friend posted, you think, wow, it will be amazing when I am able to afford that myself. Or you can skip right past the when I future tense and move right into the present tense and just say, I can afford that. I will be able to afford that in no time. You see what you're doing here is you're creating this space within yourself. You're basically tricking your brain into believing that it's possible. And lo and behold, it is. Because there are a lot of other people who've been a lot more successful than you or I and have shared less. So don't let comparisonitis put you down. Whenever you have those thoughts of comparing yourself to another person, know that it's not serving you. And instead, reframe that and look at it from a different lens. You see someone sharing their success, celebrate alongside them. That puts out that good energy, those good vibrations into the collective. At the end of the day, we're all just little bits of consciousness in the vast pool of existence. Pool of consciousness. So you see those vacation photos and you think, wow, how cool to witness that part of consciousness living it up and enjoying every part of life and knowing that you're connected to that because as a human life form, you are no different than that person living out their best life in those vacation photos. The only thing that separates you between you and that person are self-limiting beliefs and societal constructs that you've carried around with you for perhaps years and the time is now to let them go. When we are willing to nurture ourselves and stay present and deepen our connection with that caring presence within our soul, awakening from the trance of wanting is a spiritual path. 
When you are driven by unmet needs to pursue harmful substitutes, you are being driven further and further from your internal compass. When we suffer with addictive cravings, this is your inner star calling you to awaken. And like we mentioned before, using rain can guide you in listening and responding. You can learn to make the U-turn, discover what you really long for, and heal your unmet needs through the radical compassion of rain. You can discover the timeless loving source that has been calling you home. And now I want to share a meditation with you. This meditation helps you trace back desire. Go ahead and sit comfortably and take a few full breaths. Releasing tension and letting go with the out breath. One more time. Now scan your life and sense where the energy of wanting might be taking over in some way and causing suffering. Bring to mind a particular situation that might regularly trigger the desire or the thoughts that most stimulate this wanting. Let the situation or thoughts be as clear and close as possible so you can feel the wanting alive inside of you. Quite windy where we are here in Western Utah. Recognize and allow the wanting to be there. And if there is a layer of judgment, for example, the thought comes up, I shouldn't be feeling this. See if it's possible to send a gentle message that this is a natural, universal experience. Perhaps you could imagine saying to yourself, this feeling belongs. It's okay to have this feeling. Investigate the desire by letting your physical posture express wanting, perhaps by leaning forward, clenching your fists, feeling how your face is when wanting is strong. Then bring your attention inside your body. Where do you feel the energy of wanting? What sensations are you most aware of? Are they pleasant or unpleasant? Is there fear? Any other emotion? Now, continue investigating by asking that wanting place, what do you most long for right now? Attention, safety, acceptance, connection, understanding, love, Go ahead and take a moment to listen, and then whatever the response, imagine if you received that, what would that give you? Hmm, what would that be like? Often it can take repeating the question, imagine if you received that, what would that give you? What would that be like? In order to contact within yourself the experience you are longing for. 
With each round, try to feel in your body what the experience you're wanting really is. What would it actually feel like if you got the love, understanding, connection, belonging you long for? Nurture by giving yourself permission to open to and fill yourself with the goodness of this experience. Soak it into every cell and rest in the experience you are longing for. Now, after committing to this practice, you might ask yourself, is it true that what I long for is already here? Now let's take it a step further with another meditation to help you discover your deepest longing. Go ahead and pause the audio if you need some time to reflect on the last exercise. I'll be here. All right, let's begin our second meditation. Just like before, find a comfortable way of sitting and allow yourself to relax and be at ease. With a receptive presence, become aware of the state of your heart. Is there a sense of openness or tightness, of peace or anxiety, of contentment or dissatisfaction? As you feel the region of your heart, direct the breath there, so you are gently breathing in and out of your heart. Begin to investigate by asking yourself, what does my heart really long for? It can also be helpful to ask, what most matters in this life? Or, if I was at the end of my life looking back, what would be most important about how I live today and in this moment? As you pose these questions, sense that you are addressing your inquiry directly to your heart. After asking, simply listen and be aware of any words, images, or feelings that arise. Try to be patient. It can take some time for the mind to open out of its habitual ideas about life and connect with what is most alive and true. You may need to repeat several times some variation of, what does my heart long for? Then listen in receptive silence. As you listen, stay in touch with the feelings in your body and particularly in your heart. Your longing will probably express itself differently at different times. You might feel an aspiration to love fully, or to feel loved, to know truth, to be peaceful, to be right, to be helpful, to be free from fear and suffering. There is no right longing. Sometimes you will land on immediate intention that supports your longing. For example, you might become aware of the yearning to write poetry, to practice yoga, to help others to engage in social activism. This would be in service of the deep longing to live a creative, compassionate, vital life 
What is important is attuning to what is most true for you in this moment. The sign of arriving at a deep longing is a felt sense of sincerity, innocence, energy, or flow. Some people describe an inner shift that gives fresh resolution, openness, and ease. If there is no real sense of connecting with what matters, that's fine. You might sit quietly and open to whatever comes up or choose to continue this exploration at another time. Now, after this practice, if you sense you've arrived at what feels like a pure and deep longing, allow yourself to let go into its fullness. Feel the very essence of this yearning in your, as it expresses itself through your whole body and being. Sense the longing as the calling of your awakening heart. I'd like to share this framework from Tar Brock, just eight essential tips to nourish your meditation practice. Mindfulness is a present-centered, non-judging awareness. With practice, you'll find you are increasingly at home in your life, peaceful, clear, and open-hearted, and this allows for a natural connectedness and intimacy with others. The first tip is practice daily, even if for a short time. The poet Rumi asks, do you make regular visits to yourself? Whether it's five minutes, 15 minutes, or 45 minutes, what matters most is the rhythm of a daily practice. It's helpful to have a present time, I'm sorry, preset time, rather than leaving it for when you're in the mood and to practice in a place that is quiet, protected, and conducive to presence. Tip number two, attitude is everything. The biggest reason people quit meditation is because they judge themselves for how they are practicing. Please don't turn meditation into a should, another domain of self-critique. Instead, choose to cultivate mindfulness because you care about living true to your heart. At the start of each sitting, remind yourself of what draws you to meditate, and then set your intention to be kind and accepting toward however your meditation unfolds. Tip number three is pay attention to your posture. When many people think of meditating, they imagine a yogi sitting cross-legged on the floor. In reality, you can meditate in any position that feels comfortable to you, including standing and walking as long as it promotes a sense of alertness, openness, and ease. For sitting, you might choose to use a chair or kneeling bench or a cushion on the floor. Sit upright in a way that allows you to feel alert and relaxed. Let your hands rest comfortably on your knees or lap. Let your eyes close or, if you prefer, leave the eyes open. Keep your gaze soft and receptive. Periodically, come back to check your posture as a way of staying connected to your senses. Tip number four, arrive in your body. Scanning your body with your awareness will help you shift out of thinking and connect with vitality, openness, and relaxation. You might begin by bringing a smile to your lips as this sends a message of ease to your entire nervous system. And then, starting at the scalp, 
Move your attention slowly downward, relaxing and softening different parts of the body. As you relax, become aware from the inside out of the sensations and energy moving through your body. Tip number five, select an anchor for presence. Your anchor is a home base that you can return to when you notice that you have been distracted or lost in thought. This will help you quiet your mind and more fully open to the present moment. Useful anchors are the breath. You might choose to pay attention to the sensations of the breath as it enters and leaves your nostrils or the rise and fall of your chest as you are breathing. For some, it is helpful to attend to the experience of the whole body breathing. The body. You might place your attention on the sensations in a particular part of your body. Perhaps your hands, feet, belly, or lips. Choose an area that feels natural, neutral, not particularly pleasant or unpleasant. You can combine body with the breath. Another anchor point you could use is sound, listening to the sounds around you as they arise and fall away. Tip number six, keep coming back. While quieting the mind supports meditation, there is a misconception that the goal of meditation is to get rid of thoughts. The mind secretes thoughts like the body secretes enzymes. Please don't be at war with thoughts. Instead of judging when you find you've been distracted, Bring an interest and friendliness to the shift from thoughts to presence. When you recognize that you have been lost in thought, gently relax back by returning your attention to the sounds, sensations, and feelings that are actually happening in the present. Allow your anchor to be in the foreground and become aware of your changing moment-to-moment -moment experience. Deepen your mindful practice Two key questions. What is happening inside me right now? Asking this will help you direct your attention to your inner experience. You might experiment with naming or noting strong ways of experience. For example, fear, sorrow, tingling, tightness, sounds, worry thoughts, as a way to awaken a clear presence. You could also ask yourself, can I be with this? This will help you relate to what arises with acceptance. After naming an experience such as fear or tension, you might explore whispering the word yes or it's okay. Tip number eight, our final tip. Remember kindness. If you encounter difficult emotions such as fear, confusion, sadness, or hurt, offer yourself kindness. You might put a hand gently over your heart and send a message of care to the vulnerable place inside of you. Mindfulness and heartfulness are inseparable. The more you bring these qualities to your inner life, the more they will enrich your relationships and ripple out into the world. And if you would like more comprehensive practice guidelines, feel free to look up Tara Brock at www.tarabrach.com and you'll find lots of other resources. Thanks for listening, beautiful people. <laughs> One love, many blessings, and good luck with your practice.
If you liked what you heard, head on over to Apple Podcasts, search Universe Pondering Itself. When it shows up in your search results, click on it and please leave a review and rating. And after you've done that, take a screenshot of your rating and review and send it over to support at universeponderingllc.com. And as a thank you, we'll give you free access to a 60-minute masterclass, Let Go of the Scarcity Mindset, to help you effortlessly manifest success while quickly filling your bank account. Again, please leave a review and rating for Universe Pondering Itself over on Apple Podcasts. And after you've done that, take a screenshot of your rating and review and send it over to support at universeponderingllc.com. And as a thank you, We'll go ahead and give you access to our 60-minute masterclass, absolutely free. Thanks for your support. Hey there, before you go, are you looking for more high-level support and curious to see if I can help you reach new heights with your personal and professional life in an intimate setting? I am seeking three motivated individuals who want to scale to 10K months with their business. Whether you sell products or services, we'll powerfully collaborate and combine forces as I help you automate as many of your processes as possible so you can spend more time doing what you love and manifest money in your sleep. I will provide you with mindset coaching that I've acquired through my compassionate art studies at Harvard share insider business strategies, and help you blossom into an amazing entrepreneur who makes $10,000 a month or more. The universe is constantly expanding, so why limit ourselves? I'm well-versed in all aspects of starting a successful online business, everything from running a Facebook group, course, and digital product creation, to building a nourishing email sequence that will ensure you make sales. I'll use my Ivy League scholarly prowess to provide you with a comprehensive and extraordinary deep dive into yourself as you unearth your unique superpowers and construct business that does not burn you out, but rather fires you up. Imagine waking up every morning so ready to take on the day as you implement the proven strategies and techniques I share with you. As a cognitive scientist, and organic marketer. I can help you quickly scale your business to 10K or more every month in any industry. I will show you how to quickly grow your email list and following on social media to thousands of loyal, devoted subscribers without spending a penny on ads. If this sounds interesting to you, I invite you to message me, Lauren Radiance, directly by going to bit.ly forward slash message LR on FB and send me the words case study. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash M-E-S-S-A-G-E-L-R-O-N-F-B. This will pull up my Facebook messenger, so make sure you're already logged into your Facebook account. Send me the words case study and I will reply with details in 24 hours.